glug, 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 glug. Ah. Some people swallow really loudly, though, isn't it? Yeah, some people do. Uh, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, we're recording anyway. Oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> I was <just> looking at it. <laughs> I didn't even notice. Yeah. So, oh. Uh, <laughs> Hey everyone and welcome to another episode <laughs> of Honest to Pod. <laughs> welcome to another episode of Honest to Pod with me, Ashton McAllister. And me, Matthew Alley. And here we go, tippity clopping right in to episode One more before the holidays. One more next week and we'll have a nice long break. I'm looking forward to break. As much as I love doing this, I'm tired. What are you tired from? <laughs> I knew you wouldn't do this. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. I just feel... I think it's the pressure of the deadline every Wednesday night. It does come up, boy. You don't even get a break. You know. Like, because I remember when, you know, when I was like um, the captain of like the rugby team. Mm. And then you've got to do selection and, and like mm. things like that. The game's over on a Saturday. By Sunday, you've got to ask again, like, you know, yeah. is that, who's available this week? And it's the same with this. Yeah. By Sunday, I'm like, shit, and I'm already looking out for things. I'm like, God, what, what can I talk about? And then it gets to, like, you know, the day yeah. before, and you're like, oh, shit. And then, anything. you know, I, I'm so forgetful that I also just forget to edit it sometimes. And I'm just <laughs> sitting there, like, on a Wednesday night with a glass of wine watching whatever's on TV. And I'm like, oh, I feel like I had something to do tonight. No. Oh, no. really? Yeah. yeah. And then I'm like, shit, at 11 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> um... But yeah, so yeah, nice to have a little break. Plus, it's nice to have a break over Christmas. Yeah, the time yeah. has worked out well. Yeah, you know, it has. Yeah, it really has. It's good. We'll be back um, in, we said February, mm-hmm. which is good. Have a little planning, mm-hmm. start getting some actual topics and some. It's more guest speakers. Oh, why did I say that? I don't know, that's what I was about to, I was about to say. But you know, we wanted to yeah. have guests. Yeah, <clears throat> guest speakers for sure. So yeah. yeah, if you've got interesting stories and stuff to tell and things like that, then let us know. Yeah, so if it's, you know. Yeah, we've already had a couple of people come to us anyway. Yeah, um, and I've approached a few other people, but uh, we're definitely looking to expand what we do in season three. Season S- session three. No season. I like season. I just like the word season. Season. It's seasons. Mm. Season three. Yeah. Uh, expand what we do in season three with more of. I don't know. In my head, what I want to achieve in season three is telling more stories that are lesser told. Less, lesser told. Is that right? I I um, think so. Yeah. Yeah. Highlight things that people may not. Yeah. Different perspectives on things. Yeah. Beyond what you hear from us. Obviously, you'll not not be getting us to wonderful souls. But I think there's an element where now, like, obviously, I think for us as well, you can kind of tell which way we'll lie with, like, certain topics and things like that right? yeah um yeah, where yeah. we might not see the same thing or see things the same way and stuff like that so i'd be interested mm. to have like other perspectives for sure a third and casting vote <laughs> a vote <laughs> yeah maybe yeah we'll see we've it's new territory for us so we're, i'm nervous i'm not nervous good i'd like to one thing i'd like to get good at is like interviewing <gasps> questions and stuff like that that's why i have like notes and stuff you're gonna interview me not what you know yeah tell us ashley <laughs> Why is your skin so greasy? Well, it's because of the... It's a reaction. Expand on that. <laughs> Did I not... I said that to you the other day. No, I didn't. I said somebody else. What? It's a reaction to shit, shit questions, really. Really? Yeah. Tell me more. Well... I'm, I need more practice. <laughs> I wasn't listening at all. This is, this is, this is flowing. Yeah. So we're sat at Matt's in his very cold second living room. Yeah. We're, we're all... We're wrapped in blankets in a very, I don't know, flappy way. Fabulous. Is that the word? I don't know. But it's cold, yeah, it's cold here. Mm. But um, look at all the leaves. The cleaner sweeps all the leaves up because we get these horrible trees. Um, last time she put it in that bin last year and we haven't emptied it. We need to empty that. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> what you should do with that is just empty it on the side of there. No. No, it needs to go in the rubbish somewhere. That's just compost now, though. I guess so. Yeah. It's been a whole year. Yeah. And just fill it up with rain and leaves. Or have a little... See the cement ones down there? 
Is that, is that concrete down there? Those concrete things in the back With the bowl in? Yeah. No, that's like a pop, a platform. Oh, okay. I don't I know. Burn them. In the garden? So what? It might burn everything down. No, that's why you have to put it in a container that is oh. like a thing. I couldn't burn anything. What's the difference? Have a safety bucket just in case. I'm not doing this. I'm not going to do it. John will do this. Yeah. Well, he said he was going to do it when he was off and didn't do anything. I have... like, my project will be the garden, is what he said. This is the result. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it has a certain element of charm. It's actually nice. Because, you know, like, so what are you doing for New Year's? You know? Are you in London? I'm back. I fly back on the 30th. Do you have plans? I don't know yet. What does that mean? If you don't know whether you have plans or not? You don't want, you have, there are options. You just don't know what to do. Yeah. 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 What are the options? Uh, oh, you don't want to pick between the parties. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. No, well, I just, but, I've had an invite that's in my diary for a long time, but I don't know. I've not spoken to these people in a long time, so I don't know if the invite's still there. Oh, okay. Um, and then I've been asked a couple other things. God, just so busy. I've been asked for nothing. Uh, well, I, I genuinely, I, I don't want to do much. Yeah, I mean, New Year's not that great anyway. No. Because I don't like, so a question, I had my date night with Jordan yesterday and he was like, um, what do you want to achieve next year? And I was like, I mean, I'm not really a resolutions type person, mm. but I don't know. I just want, like, I, I, I don't see the differentiation between starting next year off differently to how this one's ending in a way. Like it's, it's mm. continuous to me. It's not like, okay, next year. Yeah. This is what I'm going to do. Mm. Um, so yeah, New Year's is not like mad for that anyway. No, that being said, I am using, I'm using the same as that as well. But I'm using New Year's as a way to restart myself. Like a butterfly coming out of the cocoon. What 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 are you gonna restart? I don't know. I just I don't know. I feel I've been watching some really good um uh videos recently on YouTube just about like self-worth. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I want to do more is be grateful for more that I have around me. Because science proves that if you are more grateful for what around, if you're more grateful for what you have around you, you're less likely to be lonely and you're less likely to feel like you're underachieving. And, you know, and I think that's positive mental attitude. I know it sounds mm. really shit and not shit. No. What's the word I'm looking for? Corny? Yeah. Corny is the word I'm looking for. I know it sounds really corny, but <clears throat> I don't know. I just want to be more positive. I completely agree with that though because that's that's been like the defining change for me this year. Mm. Like I think I've had an excellent year. Like you had a good year all around. And looks like I've had a bad year, but and I don't see why. And I just I'm so excited about next year. I know it's going to be great. Yeah. But I think it's like a positive mindset. And you know, like after last last year for me was a really difficult year. I had a lot of changes. You know, like the ending a relationship, mm. moving house twice. Um, the job wasn't going well because I just started a new job, like in a new role. Mm. Um, that it kind of travelled into the beginning of this year and then suddenly like March happened mm. um, and everything from that point onwards has been like excellent and it showed in like every aspect of my life work has been amazing nothing has changed with work and I had my appraisal actually the other day and the person who's supposed to be my manager was like I don't know what happened but suddenly you just changed and I was like I don't know what happened either but I just focused differently on things and I was happy and positive about how things are going to be and and everything else changed from mm. that point onwards and I just had a really happy year you know um, exercise has helped therapy has helped yeah I think that's a great thing to have and my goal is to maintain that continue growing as a person in that respect because oh. next year is going to be excellent good for sure depots I like yeah yeah I don't know for me maybe it's, my rhythm just hasn't been the same since I've moved back to London um, like I don't go to the gym as much as I used to which is a, really annoying me because uh, of the uncertainty of a job it's messing with my head as well so we'll see i just feel in a bit of a lull at the minute so i'm looking forward to this break at christmas and then come back and hit the new year for bang it's that lack of consistency though isn't it like yeah. you don't know when you, whether you're coming or going like there's mm. no actual like point you need some consistency because you know where you're living wasn't necessarily consistent until now and even then you're yeah. not too sure and then obviously yeah you haven't got that yeah that routine and also it's hard when you don't have a job, everybody's like, you have so much free time. It's like really hard to get up in the morning and motivate yourself to do something when you don't have 
like you, like we said earlier on, you almost push yourself more to do stuff when you're too much to do. Absolutely. Yeah. Like yeah, this, yeah. Mo- this morning I woke up and I knew we were recording and I thought, oh, right, we'll do this and I'll do that. I thought, okay, well, I'll have another half hour in bed. Then I was reading my book and like an hour and a half later, I'm like, shit, I have to get up and get showered now and just, you know, your day goes away. No, I agree. It's not, it's not a nice thing having all of that time unplanned or un- unwarranted, you know, mm. like, because I've only got a few more days worth left of work and I've got like two weeks off but it's got planned and mm. so I'm going to like revel in it. Mm. I know I'm going to get bored anyway, Yeah. but it's kind of prepared for because like parts of this year have been so busy yeah. in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The summer was like mad busy. So yeah. But yeah. So uh, yeah, anyway, we've another week to record. Uh, how was the rest of your week, Matt? Any stories to tell? I went to see a play, a musical, okay. um, which was really good called And Juliet. Oh, I've seen it advertised, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It seems to be like a really gay thing because we got there and there was just like queens everywhere. And I was like, was this advertised in like Pink News or something? Honestly, like I'd never seen any adverts really apart from the tube station. Yeah. Um, but it was really good. And like the music, it's all recognisable songs. So there's a person called Max Martin. Okay. Max Martin? I don't know. I should I should remember the name. I keep forgetting. I keep saying Malcolm Marx, but that's not. That's a rugby player. Well, that's the hot rose. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's like <laughs> my head. Africa, but, yeah. um, he's written, he's been like, he's like a pop legend who's written songs for years. Oh, okay. Um, he's written like Backstreet Boys, Britney Spears, and all of the songs are his songs. Oh. So they're all songs you recognise. Katy Perry songs. Oh, All really? songs put into the musical. And the singers are really good. It's a big production, so there's quite a big cast, which is nice. So good. It's it's like, it's campy. Like, it's not... It's it's not particularly deep. Yeah. It's a story of like it's an alternative story of Romeo and Juliet, um, where it's from Juliet's perspective because William Shakespeare's in it and his wife, and it's basically saying like, well, what if she didn't kill herself just because the man killed himself? Yeah, what if yeah. she didn't do that? And it's so good. Oh, wow. so so good. So I'm definitely gonna take my mum. Oh, you're like gonna it. see it again? I I would go and see it again for my mum. I wouldn't go. I wouldn't necessarily go and see it again. Like to see it again. I don't know yeah, sense, yeah. but I know my mom will really enjoy it. So I want to go with my mum to take her because I know she'll really like it. Yeah. Um, she loves musicals like that. And we go to theatre a lot, like quite a lot together. Mm. Um, but yeah, if you get a chance to see it, it's, it's, oh, do, cool. do you like musicals? I do. I love musicals. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, I love theatre, musical, that type of stuff. It's yeah. good. Um, cool. That's it, really. Had rugby. I've yeah. Spoke about it already. Yeah, we've been. I, I finished Shit's Creek this week. And oh, I have so to say, good. if you do not watch it, I can honestly say it's one of the, and I don't say this lightly because I'm really hard to please with comedy. I, I don't really have a sense of humour. Um, you don't like comedy? Yeah. I don't. Com, for me, comedy is one of the hardest mm. genres to get me. Do you know what I mean? It's the, it's the easiest one. No. That's why I can't deal with like Lord of the Rings. I can't deal with any depth like in, no. on TV shows. I need like very blatant, obvious, like no subtext, but just really funny. No, I think you need something a bit more deeper than that to make a connection. Um, I and mean, people churn out comedies all the time, like yeah. the Big Bang Theory. Like, the big, <gasps> you didn't like it? No, I never really watched it. Oh, that's good. But I mean, I do laugh at it, but I'm not. I don't get involved because it is too much for the. You, like in my head, I mean, I could, I've never watched, it, like I said. So, no oh, idea what that is. What was that? Um, but anyway, with Shit's Creek, what I found was first of all how surprised I was by how much I loved it. I thought I would hate it. Uh, you have to persevere for the first two or three episodes, I think. Even the first season? I think, see, episode three or four, I think you just automatically get hooked in. Yeah, yeah. Um, I always just look forward to hear what Moira's going to say oh, next. So good. She's so good. She's so good. It's the wigs that get me. The wigs uh, are amazing. And when she sings and stuff, when she's acting. Yeah, bye bye. <laughs> I love the way she says BB. But um, what I really found interesting is uh, David, I keep calling him Daniel because his name Daniel in real life. David, is a pansexual character. Uh, what I really like the most about this, it's one of the few, if I can't think of any other show where I've ever seen it, to be honest. But he is openly pansexual and there is not a story about him coming out or people unable to deal with sexuality. It, everybody just seems so open and welcome to the idea like it's not even focused on it's just like they address it because like, oh i just thought you were gay and he was like well no i like all sorts whatever yeah and they yeah. did it in a really good way they're yeah, like yeah. the the rosy sometimes i like red sometimes i like white i've been you know known to dabble with a bit of a rosé <laughs> and then they end up grabbing the biggest because you know 
size. Um, that was good. It's good, but I just I like the way that even when I, mean, I don't want to say, but even when other characters come out, it's not the shock of coming out. No, it's the <clears throat> the, the the tensions created from the fact that this person, the parents didn't, the parents were more worried that the person wasn't comfortable enough to come to them. I just think there was not one part in that series where somebody has to deal with a negative attitude to being who they are. And that was really refreshing. And it's also addressed in Anne Juliet. Oh. Yeah. Um, I just come to think about it. They cover a lot of modern themes in it. And that is one of them. Oh, really? Um, yeah. It's oh, really that's good. good. Yeah. Oh. There's a lot of, like, it's very current stuff. So that, I don't think the play will last for very long. Because it's like literally happening right now. Yeah. I mean, it could last long. It's quality, but yeah. It won't survive the test of time because it's got very specific themes. Yeah. Um, yeah, Shit's Creek's amazing. It's good. I do love it. I really do. And then, yeah, I'm really happy that I watched it. I don't know if I'll rewatch it. I don't tend to rewatch things. I'll definitely rewatch it in the new year. Yeah. I, like, I, like, I like watching it again. Apart from that, I have my first introduction into Articulate. <laughs> and, uh, yeah and i know you'll be terrible at it i know we didn't play it and i don't i'd never want to play with you ever i was uh, articulate. the worst oh god i love articulate so much i don't know yeah i've got two i've got articulate your life as well here oh um, that was a bit of a simpler one so you might do well with that and it's really basic stuff like household things oh. like an ironing board or something <laughs> yeah so it's, there's Very, no complexity to it well like i said to you before i didn't even know that trafalgar square was in the station <laughs> and I thought Adele was from Croydon. That's not mad, that is. Well, anyway, I was shocking at it. I'm really good at it. Of course you are. Of course I am. Of course you are. Yeah. Um, was there anything else you want to update with? No, 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 no. Should we jump right in? Yeah. I just saw it on someone's Facebook actually today, <clears throat> which is handy because I was going to talk about something else, but then I liked it because um, there's a website called boardpanda.com. I don't know, it's just like a random link that someone had on their Facebook. But um, the title is, I'm honestly fed up with all the bad news. So I illustrated 50 of the best ones from 2019. Oh. Yeah. So there's 50 um, different uh, headlines Yeah. about positive things that have happened. That's good. So I thought it would be nice. We're not going to go through all of them, but I thought it'd be nice to go through. I've highlighted some of them that I thought might be quite interesting. Oh, these are your notes. Yeah, yeah. I've written down on paper. So oh, I had okay. to find a pen and paper, but I found it and written it down because um, yeah. But if you read the article, it's quite interesting. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So number number three was so Sweden have rolled out a great initiative. Blood donors get a text message whenever their blood saves a life. Oh, isn't that good? That is good. That was so sweet to know because you definitely want to do it more. Yeah. If um, yeah, you know where it's going and stuff like that, isn't it? Yeah. Um, obviously we've spoken about this because we can't give blood. No, three months. I read research. Three months is the longest we have to wait now after sex to give three to give blood. I definitely could have done that last year then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For sure, in my unhappy phase. Yeah, <laughs> That's something that also changes. Yeah, suddenly when you're happy, you end up having more sex. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's crazy. Ah, oh, you got it there. Yeah, put it up. Yeah, well, do have a little look at some of them that you like. Yeah. Um, I like how each of them are illustrated really cutely. Yeah, there's little pictures. It's hard to pick out some of them because some of them are really interesting. There was like a general theme where the Indians like to plant trees, um, oh, okay. which I thought was quite cool. Because <laughs> that's and that's quite interesting. Do you... I'm gonna ask a stupid question, but you can vote on Thursday, right? Yes, I can. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, which will be the day that this comes out. Yeah. But um, this year is like the year of climate change in terms of like, a lot of people pushing. Um, it's more prevalent in terms of um, people's manifestos and what they're interested in. And <clears throat> um, planting trees is one of them. So how many trees they want to plant by a certain, you know, 2020 or mm. stuff like that. So, yeah, the fact that the Indians are planting loads of trees is great. Mm. Um, number six, which I thought was quite cool is Norway decides not to drill for oil worth an estimated 53 billion euro in the Lofoten Islands to protect its ecosystem oh 
That's cute. Yeah. Do you think in a world where like money is everything? Yeah. yeah. Fifty three billion. Yeah. And decide not to do it to protect the environment, which is absolutely excellent. Um this one I wanted to talk about a little bit actually. This is number nine. Uh, a HIV positive man in London has become the second person ever to be cleared of the virus after stem cell transplant. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's positive. I remember the article coming out at the time, actually. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, I remember it. Um, but obviously after speaking about it last week, mm. um, and I want to see... Oh, it's gone. Well, I looked it up on the NHS website about what happened, so it wasn't planned to do that, mm. but... The person had um, a type of cancer called Hodgkin's lymphoma, which I know the name. Did you ever watch House? No. It was always Hodgkin's lymphoma. Oh. Like, it came up so often, you hear that name. It was always Hodgkin's lymphoma, and I just remember that. Um, but their cancer didn't respond well to um, chemotherapy, and so they wanted to try this. And normally you would try and get stem cells from yourself before you would get a transplant. But in this instance, they weren't able to harvest the stem cells from his bone marrow. So then they got it from someone else who had the natural immunization of not contracting HIV. Oh. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you know. I thought that was a thing before, but some people did just immune to it naturally. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, I was reading up about it. It's quite interesting. So there's a part in your cell which is called like CCR5, where that's where it attaches to. And some people have a different thing on their cell where it can't latch onto Oh, it. I did know this. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. <clears throat> so the person that they did the transplant from it, um, had this immunization because of this um, mutation on their cell that then they put into this person and as they were doing it over the couple months, 16 months later, they were testing his blood and eventually it was gone because his body was generating these cells with this mutation that is, <clears throat> yeah, immune to HIV. But then, yeah, the, this is not a story to say that this will then become possible. Yeah. In Damn it. Know, I thought there was... No, but there were some articles that said like the sun had said like there's a miracle cure now to HIV and then it's like that's not the case. No one said that at all. Yeah, okay. Um, you're just sensationalizing it. Beyond the sun what actually happened. The sun's <laughs> sensationalizing it. Yeah, they're yeah. usually so in depth and thorough. Yeah, but there could be like I mean I imagine there could be I you you think slash hope that there would be um more research into it. Mm. I imagine there is quite a bit of research into trying to is cure the right word. It would be, yeah. or eliminate the virus. And eliminate, yeah. Um, or both. Because I know the case was 10 years before that, said in Sweden, mm. um, in a similar situation where it wasn't done on purpose, it was just by chance, by accident. Um, yeah. That's how the great things happen, though. Yeah. That guy who dripped his nose into the little tube, or the little pallet thing, and that's how we get antibiotics. Excuse me? Oh, sorry, antibiotics. <laughs> <laughs> I think... I'm sure that's right. What? I think it, or penicillin. Maybe maybe it was penicillin. How was penicillin invented? Yeah, it was discovered by accident. <laughs> Alexander Fleming accidentally discovered an antibiotic when he came back and found the green mold called penicillin because he dripped his nose onto the little bacterial dish. Ah, okay. I didn't know it was by like a nose thing. Yeah. I am a genius. Um, surprisingly so now you can say this when you play Articulate Penicillin <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. yo Alexander Fleming dripped his nose <laughs> and discovered yeah. Um, yeah but I guess it's a good thing to step forward if like you know yeah there's hope no longer has HIV because yeah it's sad because it would obviously be really good if because um, some people are immune to the drugs that you take yeah as well um, to keep your viral load down and also like the drugs aren't Maybe available in some countries and you know, more poorer areas mm-hmm. where HIV might be prevalent. Um, number 11 I thought was quite cute, and this is two little old people. So South Korea is organising daytime disco parties for people over 65 to tackle loneliness and dementia. Oh. Um, I want to say, because you know, so my brother was in the news. Um, so it's a loud shout out to my brother, and he's been volunteering for like the past six years. Chris. Chris has, yeah. Um, for um, something called Magic Me. And he works with older people and they organise parties. So they've been doing it here, actually. So it's quite mm. interesting. So he he runs parties. Um, what's it called? Something for care homes? I do listen. Um, yeah. yeah. But it's a similar thing where they, they hold parties. Yeah. And teas where you spend time with them. 
and then they have the volunteers there. Um, do you know what I want to do next year? What? I think I will... Uh, did we talk about it in the last episode? I do want to volunteer next year. Uh, I think in the last episode we talked about how we're all supposed to find time to volunteer or something. Yeah, because my brother believes that everyone should be able to find time and yeah. saying in positions. And I think and I was thinking about this today and I was like, to be honest, there's no reason why mm. I shouldn't be able to volunteer my time. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be an aim for next year, actually. That's good. Yeah. A couple of people I know are thinking of volunteering at food shelters this Christmas morning because they're in town and they don't want, they're not going to eat till later in the evening. So they can go out and do that. I don't know they did something in Trafalgar Square, your favourite place. Is that That's the tube station just north of... Just north of Charing Cross. Yeah. Um, where they do, like, people sleep outside. It was last Friday. They sleep outside to, like, raise money for homelessness because in this time of year, it's obviously extremely cold and provisions aren't as <clears throat> um, easy to get in terms of staying warm and people die and stuff outside when it was last year when it's extremely cold. Mm. Um, yeah. I don't know if I would sleep outside. No, well... To add a sad twist to this, my f- friend who I went to uni with wanted to be a journalist and he was applying for this, I think this thing for Channel 4 and he was talking about tackling homelessness up north. So he decided to sleep rough and he froze today. Stop it. Yeah, I know. Crazy. How long was he outside for? Just one night. No. Just, just was frequently... Is it the news? Yeah, it made the news. Um... Oh my goodness. Yeah. We definitely speak. Yeah, no. um, <laughs> yeah, I was reading it, sorry. So yeah, my friend from uni. Oh my goodness. When he, was this? Oh, 2013. Yeah, 2013. I remember re- I remember seeing that on his face, because we we're friends on Facebook, and I remember seeing this, and I was like, this is weird, why is what? And then, no, even worse, I was somebody else posted it. And I was like, that's not right. And I went, then I went to his Facebook feed and seen all these lit messages of like, oh my God. And it was, yeah, so I, yeah, I went to uni with him. Yeah. He was a year below me doing the same course. So he was to give him my notes and help him cheat. And obviously he's not unattractive, so that's why he's helping him. Yes, 100%. You have no shame. I was saying to someone the other day, you have no shame. Wow. Wait a minute. I was joking. I was helping him because <laughs> we were no, friendly. I, was, I meant, sorry, this is separate <laughs> to just that in general. I would just say that. I was just thinking, I just wanted to let you know. I have no shame. But you have no shame. Um, are we elaborating on that? No. Who are you talking to? Never mind. There's oh. no one you know. Then what's it matter? I just I just came up with a conversation. I was talking about Instagram and hot people, and I was like, my God, Ashley, this and the other, you know, like he posts hot people on his Instagram all the time. I don't post hot people on my Instagram. I po- post people who I'm friendly with. We're not getting into this again, Ashley, okay? Oh. Honestly. Just, yeah, you know, just dogs and hot men. There's most <laughs> gay people's Instagram. Iceland becomes first country in the world to legally enforce equal pay for women and men. Oh. Um, so that's great. That's going to pay again. If you listen to, and I'll talk about Angelia again, it talks about a lot of modern uh, and very current issues. That also comes up there. So, if the gender pay gap existed, what? If the gender pay gap existed, it would be a good topic. You don't think it exists? I think there's ways to calculate it for and against. Are you joking? There's we're going massively off topic. But yeah, because it's crazy. It's not crazy. What? Right, continue because I have to edit this anyway because we're forty minutes in. Okay. There's nothing else on the list. Because <laughs> um, it's crazy. It's, it's weird to me. <laughs> um, number 36. Taiwan's parliament passes historic same-sex marriage law, so it's making it the first place to do in Asia. That was quite cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, I read that. Because I, well, I don't read the news, apparently. <laughs> no, we... Um, I think we posted about it on our Instagram. We didn't talk about it in the thing, but we posted about it. Oh, well, that makes sense then, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know what the... Well, when I went to Bali, like, there was a small little area yeah. where like the gays could be, but it was like, nowhere else. Yeah, I didn't realise it was like illegal to be gay. Or was it? I don't think you can be like openly gay oh, like there. But 
there were loads of quains. Yeah, there was. Sure. There, so I don't know how you can hide, but I guess it's just like more like being open. Yeah. Um, that's good. First Asian one to do. This one is number 40. In America, 50% of black men have made it into middle class or higher, and the share of black men who are poor has fallen from 41% in 1960 to 80% in recent years. What do you mean middle class? They're in middle class instead of lower class. Oh, okay. working class. Oh, cool. I'll read one more out because we've had a lot of time. Uh, and this yeah. one relates... Oh, there's only one more. And this reminds me because Jordan was out yesterday and he was farting like crazy. But research finds that feeding cows seaweed cuts 99% of greenhouse gas emissions from their burps and farts. Oh, how much? 99%. So instead of grass, seaweed. And they cut... Oh. It's 49. That's a nice one. The world is literally greener... Is literally a greener place than it was 20 years ago. NASA satellite studies find. It's hot topic these days. Mm. But yeah. Well, there were meant to be some really good um, headlines. But obviously some don't exist. <laughs> so, you know. This is a good one. Global, Take what you will. Global suicide rate has dropped by 38% from its peak in 1994, saving over 4 million lives. That's a nice one. I think so. And there's one about the fact that there's a country that have its first... Um, Mental health first aider, like first um, mental health um, paramedics. Mm-hmm. But that's what I want to say is that, like, read, read the article. Um, it's on boardpanda.com and it's called Positive News 2019. There's one about bees. I don't want to read that because I sent a bee corridor and I was like, well, insects really creep me out. So imagine there's more like, you're like, yay, we've got more bees and I know they're good for the planet and stuff. But I was like, fuck, man, they're going to be everywhere. Villagers knit giant sweaters for Indian elephants to protect them from near freezing temperatures. Yeah. That was quite cool. Anyway, I won't read them all out because uh, you guys should go on and see it. Cool, Matt. Thanks for all that. Hi, Ben. Hey, Ben. Hiya. Sorry to interrupt. Nah, oh, it's all right. It's gone on for longer than we thought. Oh, shit. Cool, Matt. Thanks for all those really good insights. God. Such a good article. Yeah, it's really good. It's really nice. Yeah. It was It was happy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will have to edit a lot of this out. So for those who... If you take other parts that Yo shouldn't take out, I'm going to be furious. Well, I have to take out a good segment of it because we ran on for 45 minutes longer than we're supposed we'll to talk about. We'll do two parts then. No, we'll have to edit it out. <laughs> for those who are wondering, Matt and I have had a disagreement on the gender pay cap. Not just that. We had a whole debate about the rights and wrongs and ins and outs of the gender pay cap. But uh, I have to edit a lot of it out because we like to keep it to an R and... I could have been a bit more succinct if I hadn't known this is going to happen today. But none of will... us knew this was going to happen. Today. <laughs> none of us. We will have to move on to the next user suggested topic. say you should suggest user 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 first first question you don't know who molly is no i mean have you never seen ghost maybe once when i was a child i probably fell asleep as well literally before whoopi says you in danger girl she goes molly you in danger girl molly is demi moore in ghost i didn't even know she was in it (laughs) (laughs) she's like the main character like I thought we'd be all this. And who's the ghost? Patrick Swayze. Yeah. So Patrick Swayze, and, and this is before Whoopi Goldberg was big. Wasn't it her first? No, not her first film. No, her first film was, was The Colour Purple. The Colour Purple, yeah. And she won the Oscar for this film, though. Yeah, that's a good one. And she was brilliant in this film. But she, she's a supporting actress. So. Even though she is a major part, she's supporting, because she's not the lead. I need to watch it. Is it good? It's a really good. It's on Netflix at the minute. It's really good. I've got loads of time over Christmas, so I'll watch it. I've been oh. watching some films recently. Ooh. I watched an Avengers one the other day. What one? Don't know. No, it wasn't Avengers. It, for some reason, it was it was Captain America, but it had all of the Avengers in it. Yeah, there's a big fight scene with like Spider Man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's an Avengers. Iron Man was in it more than fucking Captain America. I swear. Yeah, it's so there's three Captain America films, but in that they're building up for the. Okay. It's so good. You have to watch the whole series, all 21 films. There's not that many. Yeah, there's more. Probably 23. Stop it. <gasps> no, I won't do it. They are so good. Tom Hiddleston. Who? He's played Spider-Man. Tom Holland. Holland. I'm mixing two of them. Who did you say? He's Hiddleston. Hiddleston. No. Tom, Tom Hiddleston. Holland. He plays. Um, he's not. It wouldn't be that one you watched. He plays uh, Loki. 
No, yeah, I'm talking about Tom Holland. He's really fit. He's so cute. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's get to the user suggestions. Yes. So, um, yeah. So, apart from... I feel like this is going to lead to a heated discussion as well. Okay, well, I'll try <laughs> and... It probably is. So, the no, question we've been asked is, do you think drag race and Queer Eye and gay media reflect gay culture or enforce stereotypes? Go ahead, Ash. Uh, I knew you were going to ask me to go first. I think that shows... Can I just say, first of all, I am a fan, and I've said it many times. I do like Queer Eye. I do too. I think it's a good show. Uh, they've got a recent one like in Japan. It's not that great, though. Oh, I've not watched it. To be fair, I don't watch them. I don't watch that much TV. I don't watch a lot of reality TV. I don't really like reality TV. I'm the opposite. I'm obsessed. Obsessed with reality TV. Yeah. Um. So... For... Because the, the examples given here, Drag Race, Queer Eye, the reality shows, I'm not a big fan of reality shows because I just think they're overly edited to produce drama. They're very skewed, for sure. Yeah. Do I think they uh, reflect gay culture or enforce stereotypes? I don't think they reflect gay culture at all. I think they do enforce stereotypes. But I also do not see them as bad shows. I actually agree with you. <gasps> Ooh. I think they do both, right? So yeah. I think they are heavily stereotyped. They don't reflect all of gay culture. No. I think they have elements mm. of things that people still don't know about. But it's still skewed to be almost more palatable for the straight eye, as it were. Right, mm -hmm. so like you know, you do have a certain type of drag queen on Drag Race, for example. You do have a certain type of gay man on Queer Eye. Queer Eye. Yeah, right. There are no bears. No, you have, Queer you, Eye. you have no boring accountant. Queer You'd Eye never see any of those in XXL. Do you know what no, I mean? Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. No people of a certain age. Yeah. Right. It's, they fall within a certain parameter. Age on Queer Eye. Yeah. Queer Eye. Do even on Drag Race. I mean, no, Drag Race is quite. Because I was looking the other day, some of them are quite older and some are you know, up to mid-40s, some of them. Yeah, and, and it's the same thing. Like, like They don't tend to last long, the older ones. I was going to say, yeah. yeah. And they're, they're, they're very far and few between, mm. much like women in workplaces. They're there, yeah. just far and few between. But generally, you get, you know, prototypical, young, thin... What a weird comment to make in the middle of... I know. <laughs> <laughs> it was just very prevalent, you know. Um, but I think that elements... It's, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, oh, it's a good start. Right, but it doesn't reflect shows like Pose, for example. Pose, yeah, might do really well because it opens up a whole brand new door. Right? Yeah, I mean, I think it's very hard to compare shows because what I love about Pose is its its focus is on queer people of color. Yeah, and I think that's something that needs highlighted a lot more than how well white men can do makeovers for no they're, I mean they're very culturally diverse on Queer Eye yeah but yeah okay maybe not white men but I think the story of well again it's reality versus drama isn't it yeah so it to me I find very little value except for if I'm in a don't have to think a lot very switched off mode I can put on one of these shows and be mildly entertained. I think like a prime example is Jonathan Van Ness who's on Queer Eye, right? So mm -hmm. I remember when I first watched it, I was like, fuck's sake. Obviously they got like the faggiest queen of them all or something. <laughs> like just being like this super hyper feminine. Yeah, but then yeah. actually I was like, no, there are people like that. It does represent a certain area. Yeah, and of also, yeah. as long as he's being, it, I wasn't sure if it was a show, something that was produced the way that he was being or if it was him. It's him. Or yeah, I say yeah, they, yeah. pardon me. Um, because I think they yeah yeah all right so see that on the Alison Hammond did you see that on this morning no when she was talking about Caitlyn Jenner she kept saying him oh no really yeah and oh no she didn't she did and it, she said it twice and is it Ruth Eamon Holmes' wife Ruth I don't know had to say she oh yeah. yeah um yeah but if they're being like authentic themselves, like say 
you know, yeah. John Clendness, then I'm like, no, fair, actually. And I think he does represent a good, I think they, pardon me, do represent, Jonathan, I'm just going to say. Say Jonathan. Represent, yeah. <laughs> um, does represent himself very well. The, the Them, <laughs> fuck. I know, it's so hard. It is Sorry. shit. Um, yeah. Jonathan represents Jonathan very well. Yeah. Yeah. That being said, when you think about the production of the show, for example. Yeah. And it's it's like everything, the choices that they make producing the show, they'll still select certain demographics of people for very specific and tailored reasons, mm-hmm. which then might not lie with like the community as a whole, mm-hmm. for example. Um, so I, I do think it does both. Mm-hmm. I think it there are good representations. I just think that it's still very, very choreographed in, in a lot of ways. Yeah. But I also, I think we've talked about this before. How many people would tune in to watch non-sassy people on TV? If, I mean, it's like black people. We, I know we did the same thing, but you know, you get Real House of Atlanta. There's a reason why. It's the better one. People, are, It is better, but yeah. people are higher to that. Even the house in general. You do, you want these extremes of certain situations. Yeah. Um, it's it's the reason why with long running, I don't know in the Canada or the States or anywhere else, but when Big Brother started, they were just everyday people. There was no mental or crazies or extreme people. It was just 10 random people plucked randomly. And there was a good mix of like... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a good mix of everyone. It represented like Britain and, and people. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then even season two and three, I think it, when it got to season five and six... They actively looked out for clashing personalities, extreme people, because it made for better TV. People got bored of watching mm. everyday people. They wanted more entertaining, more people who were going to be up for doing more crazy stuff. And then you look at social media, it gives everyone a platform to sit and be their own superstar. So people are out there, and this is, I hate this type of culture where people are out doing stupid pranks to get more clicks and get more video watches. And it, it's the world we live in. Um, so given... Given the stereotypes, because I think we agree, I still think it's a good. I don't think it's bad. I think I still think it's a good that you get like drag race and on mainstream. Oh uh, yeah, I mean uh, culture. Like yeah, you even know. though I was corrected on that, I think um, drag race is one of the biggest leaps forward for queer people into mainstream media. Like it covers a lot of bridges, um, but it does need to represent a wider range of. I mean, people. you can with drag race. You, you can or can't? You can. I don't think you can. Well, there was an issue even before. Yeah, you can for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, so there's the you know like in in the UK and London and, and stuff like you've got like drag kings. Uh, you've got people that oh, are not yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, men so. becoming women, but all different types of drag. And and the show in general, you know, if you read articles, there's a lot of people that you know, gender non-conforming and stuff that don't necessarily portray a woman or a man, but it's just like art, yeah. stylized art in a way. And they won't be represented on that show, for example. Yeah. Despite the fact they might but say then, that they are drag. Because it's a reality show and you, you have to watch it a couple of times where you know that like one of the biggest judge, judge, judges on it is Michelle Visage, where she likes to see a certain thing. She goes in there. She She's looking for that male to female. Like, Illusion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she criticizes ones when they don't so do it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, okay. Well, I, don't yeah. Know, well, I just always know Michelle stands out. Um, because I watched something the other day, it was like your waist isn't cinched enough. Your waist isn't cinched enough. Yeah, and you know that's they want that, and I think in the competition, which is RuPaul's Drag Race, it has to be that sort of format. I think you can't pin a drag queen versus a drag queen king and expect them to be judged fairly. But there should be a show, for example. That oh yeah, or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, it might not just be, but it doesn't represent. It represents a certain type of drag, much like say queer culture yeah these shows represent a very specific type when there's a diverse range yeah, yeah, yeah of ways but it is a step so far it's just what happens with that next more than anything to me it's just disappointment disappointing that for years ever since growing up the same gay people or queer people highlighted on tv have always been the more effeminate effeminate loud yeah. sassy bitchy yeah, ones. for sure. There's a lot less people who I find relatable. I find quite relatable because people think I'm sassy. I tend to be like, but then so it's even weird because you know I think sometimes I put on a little show. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes I feel like I need to be certain sassy black Matt and um, 
and then I, I, you know that's not always the case I don't need to always be that way I guess but even myself I, I would put myself into that sort of like box I guess yeah I think I think a lot of it's natural to me but I also think I know that people enjoy that side do you know what I mean yeah, yeah. so it's a, you have a natural talent of making people laugh yeah cheers yeah um yeah but no but yeah it was quite a quick discussion because we both agree no I did I thought that when I saw it I was like no like it's good but it needs to go further and yeah you know people need to be represented across the board um not just in a specific tailored unique like specific way yeah and that's why I think you have other media to me reality tv shows are always going to focus on people who are now because we've gone past where we were 20 odd years ago with the first big brother reality shows are always going to reflect the more extreme characters that are going to pull in audiences because they want to see wow they don't want to just see boring they want to see somebody who's mm. you know um i would do terrible on a reality show i think i would win big brother do you? if i was on it probably way back then but even now i'm not that crazy enough like i'm not going to engage in all this stuff. but i think say the first like earlier season that had like regular ish people but that were quite engaging mm. i believe in my crazy head that i'll win it because i think people like me enough but i'm straightforward enough to like win it that yeah. would be my show yeah you're not too extreme yeah yeah, yeah. i think i'm likable in a certain sense but divisive in others you know mm. I couldn't go on any reality show I can't think of a reality show I'd go on one that was really I'd probably do something like Strictly Come Dancing I'd love to do that but that I, I would also win yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no I'm a really good dancer isn't it Look. Oh, yeah. oh piss off <laughs> with the training I wouldn't win just now we were having this conversation the other day because I was like because I always ask like, what show would you go on if you could and I was like Strictly Strictly yeah it's because I, w- I would win that mm. For sure. Or Big Brother. But I would do terribly on um, I'm a Celebrity. I would do terribly on I'm a Celebrity. I, I, would, I could not survive. No. Like, no. I have no instincts for survival. You don't have to do survival. No, nah, but even all the things. Creeps. No, no absolutely not. No, no, no. No. Eating, like, because I, I can't just eat bull well, testicles or whatever. Like, I cannot. I will well, not do it. No, I can't do that. I won't even eat turkey. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> um, 100% Strictly Come Dancing would be my one. Why? I just think I'd find it the most challenging. It'd be such a good challenge, though. It would be a good challenge. I um, like the physical ones. Yeah. Do you count like, Crystal Maze as one of those sort of shows as well? No, that's really? a game show. Yeah, it's true. It's not a game reality yeah, show. Right. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited about because I think with breakthrough shows like Pose and I actually can't think of another one. Tales of a City was a bit like that. I, I mean, but it. it's all right. Yeah. It's it's a really slow burner. And then it gets good, but it's really slow. Like you, it takes a while to get into it. So I want to say Versace, even though the guy was a serial killer. I haven't watched it, but it's oh, supposed to be amazing. So good. My mum loves it. Yeah. Absolutely loves it. My mum didn't like it. It was too gay for her. <laughs> There's this scene where he tapes up this older man he's about to kill. And he's like dancing all naked with boxers on. And my mum was like, that's just too much. I'm like, mum. <laughs> you'll sit and watch vampires have sex in True Blood but this is too much <laughs> um, yeah really good and I want to say things like Versace because again well uh, I don't know I was going to say he doesn't portray the sad, but he, he can be a bit camp but I guess we all can be a bit camp I mean he was portraying a person though what? he was portraying a real person yeah so there's not much leeway in, on how you're going to portray this yeah character yeah I you mean, just need to make it that person yeah, but you don't like you. They take they take the story like they, and they make it into a drama. So they don't know how he would have responded. Like they don't know when he was sitting in a hotel room by himself what he was doing. Mm. But Darren Chris, I mean, not to flom, he built a great character around what he had. But again, there was times where he might have overcamped it. You don't know. I don't know. But it's definitely worth watching. Maybe over Christmas. I keep saying this. Like mm. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but I think I answered that question. Yeah. Do you think, think. Uh, do you think drag race and queer eye and gay media reflect gay culture or enforce stereotypes? Sorry, I mean, yeah, I think I we think answered we that. that. Yeah, hopefully we did. Yeah, well, in parts, but not all. Yeah, I think there's very little you can say because there's not a lot of gay TV. I do think men. that RuPaul is oversaturating it at the minute. I'm bored. I don't even watch it. I'm bored. Oh, I love it. I love it. But I love reality TV. But you're one of these people like, you can just sit and switch it on. Like we were something the other day and they were like, oh, we have an hour before bed. Oh, why don't we just switch on another episode of RuPaul? Yeah. 
I'm like, why? It's I... just easy to have to think. <sighs> why? I just rewatched all of the series. I just finished it yesterday. That's... All 11 series. But you won't watch Versace. I have to sit and think about that. But when I'm watching like RuPaul, I can be like doing that, but then I can do like, you know, my ASOS shopping or... It's because you've seen it so many times. You don't, you don't I've actually seen it one episode twice. You're not, you're not actually paying attention to what happens. Yeah. It's, it's, you may as well just have a, a radio on. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I wish there was more representation of different types of gay people out there. Things like podcasts. Do we? <laughs> um, maybe we fit in a certain type of gay man. We definitely do. One that's not on Queer Eye. No. Or if I was on there, I definitely would hand it up. That's my problem. See, once the camera's on you, oh, give me an audience, three yeah. people or more. <laughs> really? yeah. Your, yourself in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we should end. Yeah. Thanks, guys, for a wonderful episode. Yeah. Thank you very much for yeah. listening. Yeah. I want you to get involved with this um, topic that we were talking about at the beginning and tell us what you think because I'm interested and it'd be nice to sort of like just see what you read them out. Well, the, the topic you were talking about is the nice headlines. Is that what you're talking about? No, the, the lovely little gem that came out of it. <laughs> Which has <clears throat> been edited down for timing reasons. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a lovely week, Ashley. Have a lovely week, Matt. Have Next week's our last week. Ah, yeah. It's so exciting. Cool, Maybe everyone. On Sunday? Yeah. Okay. I will be. I'm dog sitting. Oh, yeah. Mm. Bye. Bye. Bye.